What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome into another episode of the 610 Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Hollihan, back here on this Thursday evening discussing Penn State football. I talked about it in my last episode here on the 610 podcast about the Sixers falling to the heat, about you know the upcoming um, schedule of episodes as of last night, and I did not think I'd be on talking about Penn State football so soon, but just about 12 to 18 hours later, here we are discussing Penn State football as Linebacker Abdul Carter is making a switch to now defensive end Abdul Carter for the 2024 season. A similar transition that standout Nittany Lion Micah Parsons made once he got to the NFL with the Dallas Cowboys. Of course, we don't want to put any real pressure on Carter thinking he will live up to the billing but I will say that in terms of a talent standpoint he out of anyone on this team right now is the player that should be a top pick in the NFL draft Um, with his speed with his get off with his ability to be able to make plays uh, in the run game as well as get after the quarterback. In his two seasons, he mustered 11 sacks in 26 games, playing in a outside linebacker role in a 4-3 defense. Now he's going to be coming off the edge, and with the speed that he possesses, he could be similar to what you saw to Micah Parsons in the NFL. It's going to be really interesting to see what Tom Allen's going to be able to do with Carter as well as what defensive line coach and former Penn State pass rusher Deion Barnes will be able to do as well. It's a very exciting exciting time to be you know watching um, this young and raw talent in Abdul Carter and see what Tom Allen and his staff can mold him into to becoming one of the, hopefully, fingers crossed, one of the most dominant defensive ends in college football. So, What does this mean now for the linebacking court? Well, one, it means that James Franklin and Tom Allen feel very confident with where the linebacking rotation is. Tony Rojas and Kavion Keys 
um, are expected to have larger roles this upcoming season. Um, and with that, I think you can make the – and it's the best time now especially to make the move for Carter to be coming off the edge. This also pairs Carter up with defensive end Danny Denise Sutton for this upcoming season. Hopefully, it's going to be one where, you know, Penn State reaps the benefits of having those two guys coming off the edge. Um, Danny Denise Sutton uh, is a very, very raw talent, as is Abdul Carter, of course. Sutton, um, this past year, you know, we've talked about him um, throughout he sophomore year did not have as great of a season as we were anticipating only had six and a half sacks and while you know he saw action in i believe just about every game unfortunately he you know just didn't didn't seem like it didn't seem like everything was ringing and i mean with the exceptional uh, talent that they had there with um, Adisa Isaac and with Chop Robinson, I think it was a little bit tough for Sutton to find his footing. Now, hopefully, he will be able to do that this year, and of course, so hopefully will Abdul Carter. Now, for Penn State, for linebackers Tony Rojas and Kavion Keys, this is, means that those two are going to have to grow up a lot quicker as the quarterbacks of this defense, um, as will linebacker uh, Kobe King as well, as he will be seeing an increase in his position moving up into this season as a leader in the defense because you're losing Curtis Jacobs at that linebacker position, and now you're losing Abdul Carter, where it looked like Carter was potentially going to be able to become that voice on the linebacking core. Now that's changed, and now you're going to need to see Kobe King take uh, a, another step in his development and in his role um, heading into this season as well as Keys and Roas. A lot to get excited about, but also a lot to be, you know, and I think it's okay to be a little, little taken back by the change and be a little, you know, a little nervous as to what's going to happen, but hopefully Tom Allen will be able to um, – Take Abdul Carter and mold him into a, a a big time pass rusher. This opens up many many doors for guys, and hopefully we get to see Penn State really reap the benefits of that. So that's it from the Penn State front. Now for news surrounding the Big Ten, it was announced not too long ago. And this move, I think, really shook a lot of people in college football. That former Boston College head coach, Jeff Halfley, will be leaving his post at Boston College to take the defensive coordinator position with the Green Bay Packers. Halfley has built... The Eagles into 
a respectable ACC program over the past couple seasons. And now with his departure to Green Bay, Bill O'Brien, who was on January 19th expected to become the offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach for Ohio State, is leaving that post not even a month after being hired to becoming the head coach of Boston College where, or it is, I should say, a region where O'Brien has had success as he's from Boston, Massachusetts, of course, was part of the Bill Belichick coaching staff of the New England Patriots, and most recently this past year was the offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach of the New England Patriots. So this has had a major ripple effect now because what will Ohio State do at offensive coordinator? Well, the answer has come out not too long ago. It it was announced that Chip Kelly will be replacing Bill O'Brien on February 9th. A lot to take in. This has had a complete domino effect. Chip Kelly and Ryan Day are both or have both been familiar with each other for some time now, as Day was once on the New Hampshire football team where Chip Kelly coached. He was a tight ends coach as well with Chip Kelly. And because Day was Chip Kelly's quarterback when Chip was the offensive coordinator, and they also served as Chip Kelly's quarterback's coach with the Philadelphia Eagles in 2015. Bit of a role reversal here, as now Chip will be taking orders from Ryan Day. Let that sink in for a minute. At 60 years old... Chip Kelly, who has not taken orders from anyone other than himself since 2008 when he assumed the role as the head coach of the Oregon Ducks, a post that he took over and led to being a possible... I don't want to say a powerhouse, but led them to being a prominent name out of the Big 12, which was under, I don't want to say rough times, because that's certainly not the case, but he definitely took them to heights, of course, that Mike Bellotti, the former head coach of Oregon, did not take them to. So... Chip Kelly, a successful college head coach, is now taking orders and an NFL head coach, no doubt, for four seasons and took in his first season the Eagles to the wild card round, which they lost, 
was a head coach of the UCLA Bruins since 2018, is now going to be taking orders from Ryan Day, his former player and former quarterbacks coach in the NFL. What in the world is going on here? This is insane. And now, the next head coach for the UCLA Bruins is none other than former NFL running back Deshaun Foster, who is the running backs coach of the Bruins since 2017 and has been with the program off and on since 2013, had a brief stint where he was the Texas Tech running backs coach in 2016. This conference, as if it couldn't already, has just gotten a whole lot weirder. Because now all of a sudden, we're seeing everything take a total 180 from what we thought which was coming in. We thought Chip Kelly could come in. He could be a factor in recruiting. And he sure still will be with the Buckeyes. But there's another program now that's going to be missing a top recruiter. We don't know what Deshaun Foster is going to do. I mean, of course, we don't want to wish trouble on anyone. But it's tough to see the light here when he's an inexperienced head coach on this level in the Big Ten. And I'm sure this was a position where UCLA just about a week ago was like, whoa, what the hell just happened? Because I don't think there were any rumblings about Kelly leaving UCLA for Ohio State. Now, Chip Kelly's offense is one that's up-tempo as hell. I mean, everyone knows from what he did with the Eagles and his stint in the NFL. But we also know that it's it's not it's not unbreakable. And I don't think this is a move that makes a whole ton of sense to me because why in the world would you not think to promote within why would you want to go out and get Chip Kelly, who, as we know, doesn't like taking orders from people? Just ask the Eagles general manager, Howie Roseman, when he basically took over the general manager job of Howie Roseman back in 2000, and I think it was the 15 season. Yeah, after the 2014 season. In 2015, he took over the GM job. Howie Roseman, that then, you know, put helped put together the Eagles Super Bowl team in 2017 and the lead architecture of tw- the 2022 Super Bowl team. Yeah, Chip kicked his butt into whatever front office made-up position they had for Howie, where he was like the vice president, director of football day-to-day operations on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Like, now this guy is going to be below Ryan Day, the guy that used to play under him and, you know, got his break into coaching under him and got his break into 
coaching into the NFL under him, like this doesn't make a whole ton of sense. So I think on that note, we're going to end there. But a wacky week in the Big Ten and for Penn State. Hopefully we're going to see Abdul Carter have much success as the defensive end of Penn State football. Hopefully this can be a big a, a big uh, launching pad for also Deion Barnes, who's you know the defensive line coach. Hopefully that will be a launching pad for him and those two can make some memories next season. So thanks everyone for tuning in. And as always, I'll talk to you next time.